Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Flippin' Bats presented by Perry Ellis Fragrances. Game two is in the books. What a game. The series is tied. Altuve breaks out of his slump. We have so much to talk about. Tonight's game just wrapped up, and now Alex and I got to talk all about it. Let's get to it. Game two is in the books. It is one-to-one -one series as we head to Philly. Alex, we are about to take off here in just a few hours, it yep. feels like. This series is now a series. You never want to go down 2-0 in those first two games, and it didn't. We said it last night. This is going to be one heck of a series if we get anything close to what we got in game one. And clearly, these two teams are in for quite the fight. Yeah, both these teams did exactly what they needed to do. We came into this saying Philly needed to steal one in Houston. They did in game one. And then the Astros needed to even it out, and they bounced back with a huge win here tonight. So we are heading to Philly, tied at one game apiece. And I don't know if you know this, Phillies are undefeated at home, unbeaten at home this postseason. They haven't lost a game at home in over a month. So this is going to be a pretty electric, tough, exciting next three games in Philly. 5-0 and at home in the playoffs. Yeah. And now the series shifts there where, hey, guess what? It might be a long shot to say they're going to win three in a row. But yeah. if they keep up with this trend, the Phillies could win the World Series at home. Yeah. Just an incredible atmosphere we're about to experience. But a great atmosphere here tonight. Uh, this was an important one. You mentioned it a second ago. The Phillies just want to split on the road, right? Yeah. They did what they needed to do. But once they win that first one, it turns to, wait a second. We, the Phillies have their guy on the mound for game two. Their yeah. 1A to yeah. their 1A and 1B was going tonight. So this quickly went to, wait a second. This series could be 2-0 heading to Philly and – the Astros came out and made sure that didn't happen tonight. And in the pregame show, we actually both predicted that the Astros would take this game, but you had a, a pretty, pretty closer prediction, almost on the nose. I did. I it say. was it was almost on the nose, and I don't, we, maybe we have it, but my <laughs> prediction was pretty much spot on. Guys, do we have this? So I'm going to say we head to Philly with a split. The Astros win. Frambert throws great. Zach Wheeler also throws great, okay. but doesn't go super deep in the game. Astros get to the bullpen. I'm going to say five to two Astros win game two. That is my prediction. Five two prediction pregame. Five two is what happened. The way we got there was just a little bit. I said Zach Wheeler would throw well and they'd get to the bullpen, yeah. but that's just semantics. 
5-2, my prediction, it happened. Thank you for bringing that up. That was a great point. Yeah, you're welcome. Another big thing here tonight that I noticed, because uh, this is my first time here in Houston for a playoff game, the crowd felt so much more alive here tonight. They're still here right now cheering them on, just excited to get this first uh, World Series win. And you actually had a chance to to talk to one of the Astros. Yeah, that was cool. Got to catch up with Jeremy Pena right after the game and talk all about their bounce back tonight, how they bounce back, who talked about it, and heading to Philly. So let's check that out now. Good? All right, here with Jeremy Pena. First off, awesome game, man. Big win. After last night, how important was this for you guys to come out, attack early, and get the win here? So last night's game was tough for us. You know, it was a hard-fought game. They came out on top. And we just turned the page, you know, come, come out today and compete and try to win a ball game. How do you turn the page? It's easy for you to say that. I know it's not easy. After the game, was there a conversation in the dugout? Did somebody step up and say, hey, turn the page tomorrow? Who was that guy in the locker room for you all? I mean, I feel like these guys have just been here enough. You know, these guys have been here four out of the last six years. So they, they, they know what's going on. You know, they know how to make it happen. And, you know, they just said, hey, tough game. That's one. You know, we, we, they got to win four. We got to win four. So, yeah, just show up tomorrow. There was a clear game plan, it seemed, off of Zach Wheeler, which was swing early and swing often. Was that a noted approach coming into the game, or is that just something that turned out to happen that way? It was just looking for your pitch. You know, getting good pitches to hit and not missing them. That, that was the approach. You know, putting together good at-bats and passing it to the next guy. Congrats on the win. Thank you, guys. See you in Philly. Let's get it. I love the Jeremy the, Pena. The double, the double thumbs, thumbs up. Thumbs I was just going to say that. That's so cute. He's all about he, <laughs> his thing after he gets a hit or hits a double is to make the heart with his hands yeah. and all the thumbs. I mean, just great vibes from Jeremy Pena. And I definitely wanted to ask him because I felt like there was a certain approach tonight. So to talk to Pena about that and uh, – they came out swinging early and often tonight. Yeah, and that actually leads us to our next point tonight is the Astros' aggressive start early. And it was right out of the gates, the top of the lineup. We had three doubles on four pitches. What did they do to get to Zach Wheeler early? Swing. Yeah. And they swung early and often. That's what they did, Alex. And four pitches into the game, the Astros had three doubles and two runs scored. Four pitches into the game. So it seemed like they came out with a game plan against Zach Wheeler, which was we're not going to let this get deep into the count. We're not going to work the count, try and work his pitch count and get him out of the game early. Their thought process was we're going to get him out of the game early yeah. by, by knocking him around a little bit. So when you're coming into a game knowing that you need a big bounce back game, is swinging early just a big part of a game plan? Yes, but – there's a, a there's a tactic to it. Okay. For example, Explain. Jose Altuve comes out and, and Altuve swings early and often pretty much all the time. That's yes. kind of his MO is the best pitch I'm going to get is the first pitch of the game because the pitcher is just trying to lay it in there. Yeah. So he swings early and often. Now, yes, in hindsight, we're having a conversation about the Astros had three doubles in the first four pitches. But if Jose Altuve pops that first pitch of the game up or gets out, the next batter has to take a pitch, right? Yeah. So, yes, that's how it ended up turning out. But it all—it was just the perfect 
thing after thing. Every domino fell into place perfectly. Altuve ends up with that double. Next thing you know, the next batter's swinging first pitch. Jeremy Pena. Next thing you know, the next batter's swinging first pitch. And then doubles on the second pitch. So everybody in front of each other did their job, passed the baton, if you will, and it allowed us to have the conversation of, hey, these guys attacked early, yep. and they attacked often, and that's why the Houston Astros got out to the lead that they did tonight. And also another important note is they gave Framber Valdez a really nice cushion at the very beginning of this game, which leads us to our next topic, is how lights out Valdez was. He got a standing ovation coming out in the seventh inning. Dusty Baker gave him knucks coming out. Nine strikeouts for him. What did you see him do well tonight? Um, locate and his curveball was on point. Yeah. And that was a point that I, I made pregame. And one of my keys for the Astros winning this game was Framber Valdez needs to have that curveball on point because this Phillies team, their offense is fantastic. They have such a good offense, but they do swing a lot. So if you can get them swinging and missing, you're going to have success. And Framber Valdez with his curveball tonight, it was on point. I talked about what the Phillies needed to do pregame, and it was get that curveball up in the zone. Because if Framber's curveball is on, it's diving out of the zone, and a lot of guys are going to swing. And guess what? Framber Valdez's curveball was on. He punched out nine guys, and five of them were on that curveball. He was great tonight. He was lights out. I think we can argue that he has been the best starter out of the four starters that we have seen so far this series. Absolutely. That, that's a great point. Of the four starters, and this is an interesting series because we almost have a 1A and 1B yeah. on each side of it. We do. Right? And of the four guys, three of them gave up five earned runs. Yeah. Aaron Nola, Justin Verlander, and Zach Wheeler, five earned runs. Nobody went into the sixth inning. Justin and Wheeler went five innings. Nola went four and a third. So absolutely, this series, you look at, oh my God, these teams have two bona fide aces. Yeah. They're going to, this is going to be a great pitching performance all around. And that hasn't turned out to be the case three of the four times until tonight with Framber Valdez. Which seems very uncharacteristic for the other three pitchers giving up five runs. Does something change here in the World Series? Are you trying to over pitch? Is there a different kind of pressure for these guys? Yeah, I think that's a great point, Alex. Is this is this is the World Series, yeah. and as much as you can practice for it and be ready and say I'm just going to go out and do the same thing, it's not. The emotions are far too different, and it's very difficult. And you're right; we've seen three of these four pitchers not be on their A game, and it was really cool for me earlier to catch up with John Smoltz, as I've been doing every single day, and I will be doing every day during the postseason, to say, Hey, John, I, I watched my brother last night, and had, I was wondering myself, like, what was going on? You, yourself, you're an all-time great. What did you see? And it kind of led to a great conversation of what pitching in the World Series is like. And I don't know if we have that, but, guys, do we have the John Smoltz interview ready? Maybe? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the team gets a couple hits and they get a couple runs, and you start thinking about things you would normally not think about. And, and, and it's normal when you're in the World Series. It might not happen if it was in a division series, but baseball has so much momentum at times where you feel like, oh, if I make that play, we catch that ball, or little things that happen sometimes turn into big things. And I think that was a combination of what Philadelphia did. I felt like two outs when they didn't score the run, when Hostins didn't yep. score the run, and Castellanos got that hit 
I felt like that was a, that was kind of a backbreaker, you know, a moment to reset, walk around the mound, and those things happen. It wasn't a bit, it wasn't probably exit velocity of 60 miles an hour, but those are the kind of things that sometimes change the momentum for the other team. I think John makes the perfect point there, and of course he does. It's yeah. John Smoltz, yep. but. We've talked so much about how good these guys are. And by these guys, I'm talking Justin, Aaron, Nola, Zach Wheeler. What is it? We know their stuff is great. So why haven't they, why haven't they done well so far in the World Series? And his answer of it, it, it might not be stuff per se. These are guys that in the regular season and postseason, they have a unique ability to have something happen in the other direction and to move on. To, to put it in the past and to move on to the next batter and put it in the past. But when we're in the World Series, things are just a little bit different. When the World Series starts, it's not easy to just move on because a runner gets on first base that you may think, man, I made a great pitch there. I gave up a, a, a not super hard hit single to left field from Castellanos. Like, man, and, and that eats at you a little more in the World Series because you're wondering, hey, could I be out of the, could I be out of the inning? And I, you might remember this, but last night Justin had a comebacker to the mound. It wasn't hit super hard. He almost had a double play, and he thought he caught it, yeah. but he dropped it and only ends up getting one out. And Smoltz says, like, that stuff, when you thought you were going to be out of an inning, it's really hard to move past that, and then you let more things get to you. And maybe that's why we're seeing these guys struggle a little bit early on in the World Series. That's a really interesting perspective, considering three of the four starters didn't make it out of the fifth inning. But let's go to the other side of things, because players can also turn things around once you get to the World Series, and one of those guys is Jose Altuve. That was my key for the Astros tonight, is he needed to turn things around. Now, he came into this series. Series with an O, well, started the postseason with an O for 25. He is now seven for 18 cents. He led off with the double, had three hits tonight. Can we officially say that Jose Altuve is out of his slump? Oh, yeah, we can. Yes, we can. Jose Altuve is out of his slump, and he did it in a big way. He's been putting together better at bats, but now this is the Jose Altuve we've seen all year long, the Jose Altuve that hit 300 in the regular season. Coming into the World Series, Jose Altuve had three hits in the postseason. He has four hits in the last two games and three here tonight. It was unbelievable. He was batting 108 this postseason with four hits and yeah. then got those three tonight. And that's what Jose Altuve can do. He's never out of it. You know he's a great hitter. And tonight he showed just that. And I can't stress this enough. I mentioned early on in this series, I think it was before the season, this series started. Yeah. Jose's been struggling, but those last few games in New York, you started to see glimpses of Jose Altuve being himself. Yeah. I can't specify how much this is Jose Altuve being himself, swinging at that slider, lowing out of the zone and getting a hit. And next thing you know, that fastball up in the zone, getting the hit that we see right there. That is Jose Altuve swinging yeah. at a pitch at his head and hitting a single to the right side. Jose Altuve, I'm not saying he's out of his slump because he got three hits tonight. It's the way he did it. He was hitting everything hard. He was hitting it hard out of the zone. He was hitting it hard at his head. And that is Jose Altuve. And he wasn't the only one, because we talked about it. The Astros stars did not show up in game one. But tonight, the Astros stars showed up, and it was right out of the gates, getting those three doubles off four pitches in the first inning. 
Yes, that was absolutely it. And this is the first time in World Series history that a game has ever been started with three consecutive extra base hits. Whoa. What makes that even crazier is it happened on four pitches. Like, that's hard to wrap your head around. It is. Four pitches, three doubles. Four pitches. Jose Altuve, double. Jeremy Pena, yeah. double. Jordan Alvarez, foul ball, looked right on it. Next pitch, double. And then you think, like, Oh my God! This is this is incredible, and and Zach Wheeler's thrown four pitches. I mean, talk about a punch to the face. That's a that's yeah. a big one if you're Zach Wheeler. And um, the Astros lineup did great tonight. And, and last night in Game One, that wasn't so much the case. I know some of their stars got hits late in the game, but for the most part, the superstars were a little bit quiet. Yeah. You know, Jose Altuve ends up with that blooper late in the game. Bregman quiet. Jordan quiet. Kyle Tucker was the guy that carried the team yep. last night. Tonight, the Houston Astros stars carried them, and they did it early. They jumped out early, and that is where postseason experience comes into play. Your superstars that have been here so many times now don't think, oh, our backs are against the wall, one nothing. They have Zach Wheeler on the mound. How are we going to respond? They know how they're going to respond, and we all saw that early on tonight. So what did they do differently? Was it just coming out and swinging early? Was it having a good game plan against Zach Wheeler? Was there anything specifically that you saw that changed from game one to game two? Yeah, I, I think they definitely had a game plan against Zach Wheeler, right? And, and I talked to Jeremy Pena about it, and he said, well, it's just getting your pitch, right? It's getting your pitch and doing damage. It doesn't matter when that pitch is. It doesn't matter if it's the first pitch of the bat. Hey, I got my pitch. I'm going to do damage right here. But it's, it's the domino effect that I talked about earlier that allows this to happen. And I think this is an interesting conversation because you can say, hey, well, why, why doesn't this always happen? Swinging, swinging is fun. Swing early. Swing often. Have at it. It's not, it's not that easy, right? Jose Altuve got the hit, and then it was a, a pile-on effect. But if, if you have a guy get, a, get out in that first at-bat and then the second at-bat and you've swung at two pitches and you have two outs – Next thing you know, Zach Wheeler's out of the first inning with five pitches thrown. Zach Wheeler could throw 13 innings in the game if he wanted yeah. to, if that's going to be your approach. So Zach Wheeler is the best pitcher that the Phillies have. It is important to jump on him if you can, but if it's not going well, you have to change up your approach. The approach worked out perfectly for the Astros where every guy got their pitch, did their job, and kept the train moving, and that's why the Astros were so successful off of Zach Wheeler tonight. And someone else who was shining bright tonight was your prediction MVP for the World Series. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Alex Bregman came through on both sides of the ball. Big home run, but then also had a couple big defensive plays. Bregman was so good tonight. He was so You're good. right. He, he was great, and that huge home run tonight was, was massive for the team. It kind of felt like, you know, it had the feeling of the, the game was – 
in control, yeah. if you want to say that, but it kind of felt like, hey, we were here last night and things back. got away from us yeah. quickly. That Bregman home run kind of put a little bit of an exclamation on it. I know it got to 5 nothing, which wasn't a score that worked out very well for the Astros last night, but Bregman has been so good, and this is why he was my prediction for MVP. Bregman steps up in the biggest moments continually. It is so impressive to watch him, and he's done it year in and year out. He has stepped up when it matters the most. When Alex Bregman homers, in the when Alex Bregman homers, the team is five and zero. Right? That what more do you need yeah. to know than that? He has been dominant in the playoffs. He was dominant in round one. He was dominant in round two, and now he's starting to show in the World Series on the biggest stage just how dominant he is. Yeah. Well, uh, someone else who stepped up tonight were the Astro fans. We talked about how loud they were, but you actually have. A pretty fun little story for us. Well, one, I, yes, the Astros fans tonight, and I think you mentioned it earlier, there was just a different vibe. It was better. Today, even I'll give it to the them. Game. They and sounded good. Yeah, I don't know they what were it loud. was. On, you know. A wake-up call. Because yeah. they hadn't lost a playoff game yet. I think they got a little wake-up call like, oh, okay, no, this is, okay. We yeah. have been here before, but we need to show up like we haven't been here Absolutely. Before. So the fans showed out tonight, and they have been showing out this entire series i was speaking to somebody that works for major league baseball and something very cool here is that in game one it was the most in sale merchandise in in Whoa. in stadium merchandise sales in the history of the world series Whoa. right game one yeah that was topped here tonight in oh. game two so in back-to-back -back games the That's most in stadium merchandise sales in the history of the World Series and that's a huge kudos to the Houston Astros fans to the Phillies fans that were here as well this stadium was rocking tonight and, and honestly Alex this show is all about the game of baseball and growing it and, yeah. and talking about how fun it was and is and, and just growing the game and to hear something like this just puts a smile on my face it's such good news the world series has been around for a long long time and for this to happen in back-to-back -back days break an all-time record speaks volumes to where the game of baseball is at and will continue to go that's just so cool also says a lot about what the Astros have put in, what the Phillies have put in, what Major League Baseball has put in to make this. I mean, it is. It's, it's the biggest event of the year for baseball, what you dream of, what players play for. So shout out to the fans for showing up and getting it done as well. Absolutely. And, and what a great series we have, Alex. It is now 1-1. You and I hey. and the entire team. Heading on to Philly. Everyone's this is going to be, Philly. This is going to be an absolute We're blast. We're coming back. I, I can't wait. Um, so one-to-one, -one, heading to Philly. Thank you all for listening to this Flippin' Bats postgame show presented by Perry Ellis Fragrances. We will see you all in Philly where we are going to continue to bring you all along this incredible journey of the World Series with us. Until then, this has been Game 2, and we will see you all in Philly. Peace. See ya.